Achtung, Achtung, hier ist Alex Wright and you are listening to Chat Grabble and Cheat Pops with JB and Chris Dredd. Enjoy it or I come over and kick your ass. Hey, what is up, wrestling friends and family? It is me, JB, and the man sitting next to me, as per usual, the greatest Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, Mr. Chris Dredd. How are you, man? I'm good, man. And I ain't asking for jobs on any other uh, wrestling-based products either, so I can't get hard years down the line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's too early, bro. Actually, fuck it. It's never too soon. Welcome back to Chat Grapple and Cheap Pops, man. Like, we are so thrilled you have joined us today. We have delved into the archives for something fun and special. We're hopping back in the DeLorean. We are. We're we're hopping back in the DeLorean, but I'm guessing it's because of a lot of the chitter chatter recently about a certain half of one of the most memorable tag teams um, to ever step in the ring. And um, unfortunately, what has gone on um, recently with with Jeff Hardy, right? That is exactly right. We are stepping back in time for this week only. We are just going to we are reviewing one match. And I think for the next couple of weeks, we're going to review one match as well, because it is money in the bank month. It is a it's mere so close, bro. Three weeks it's... away, four weeks, oh, or three weeks. It's got to be three come weeks. Come on, we are so close right now. We are heading to the O2 in three weeks' time. It's going to be a banger. But before that, I mean, in the next couple of weeks, we would like to review a couple of money in the bank matches. Yeah, and have some fun watching those. But today we are reviewing one match and one match only. It is from WWE Raw. It was only just WWE because you had the cameramen on the T-shirt saying, get the F out. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So we have got the F out. We are in Manchester, New Hampshire, not the Manchester up north from us. And it is the Undertaker defending his undisputed heavyweight championship against Jeff Hardy. Indeed, Jeff Hardy. Wow, this is night and day. This is, it's sad in a way to see how far someone can fall. You know, not just, not just in this match. No, correct, man. It's it's fucking. You know, but that. I mean, that's wrestling a lot of the time. Unfortunately, the nature of the beast. You know what I'm saying? Champion comes out first. Very strange for me. I'm not used to that. Come, Undertaker is the American <clears throat> badass, big evil. He's big evil, the, red devil. Motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, on the motorcycle. He's heavyweight champion. I think he. Who did you beat? Hogan for this. Oh, that fucking jabroni, no good piece of shit, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, had to be said. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we will get. We will get to we'll Shiki get to Baby. That. Yeah, we'll get soon. to Shiki Baby. Let's continue with this match. Undertaker gets a pop. I'm not even sure if he's a babyface. I, 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 I mean, don't think he is because he laid waste to Jeff Hardy the week before. Yes, and Hardy asked for this match. He did. He asked for the match his way, his style, ladder match, which, you know, Undertaker's never been in a ladder match before. And it's one of those where it feels like Taker has got something to prove. Yeah, like he he, he was like, no, fuck it. Well, let's do it. You know, yeah. yeah. 
I'd like to add here, we have prime Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross on this on this commentary team. Like these two are incredible for this match. Bro, another quite sad thing for me watching this was hearing JR. Just hearing JR just bang, 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 on point, bang, bang, yeah. bang. Rem- and then hearing him now and just thinking, just retire, bro. Not because we don't love you, but just I know you love the business, but have a day I off. Kinda, I kind of like hearing JR for one or two matches. You know, I like the it's a nostalgic, nostalgia, feeling, man. It's a home, yeah. home, you know, it's, it feels good. It feels right. You're right. You're right. But, yeah. you know. And this is this is the version of Jerry Lawler that isn't, you know, carry on. It isn't the too creepy uncle kind of stuff. It is. Um, no. I mean, it's ruthless aggression, right? It is. It is I saw a sign that said Plymouth has ruthless aggression in the front <laughs> row. <laughs> ruthless aggression, man. What a what an era. I don't, I'm not going to say it was underrated because people rate it just fine. It, it brings it. Ruthless aggression brought out some of the best wrestlers out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Cena was part of it. Autumn was part of it. Batista was part Angle of it. Angle like, was there. Kurt Angle was still there. Yeah. Hell, The Rock was still there. Mm. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's this. You know, I made I made the joke about carry on with Jerry Law for those that are not of the British persuasion. It's the carry-on films, and sweet God, they are. Um, bawdy is the word? They're, they're fucking amazing. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? you got to love a carry-on. Come on. Love a carry-on. Jeff Hardy gets that scre- high-pitched screaming pop that is oh so funny. Yeah. Um, the ladies love Jeff Hardy, and I'm sure some of the men do too. Uh, Surprise. That's dicking around with Taker's bike, and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, no, it's great because he he comes out and he's proper giving it the the the, 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 the head banging and all that. He's got the illuminous, um, the UV. Ah, man's cracking open a 1901. I did get you so like a couple, but you didn't come see me. I I didn't know what was going on. Oh, no, mate, I've been fucking mad busy, so you've necked him. Yeah, (laughs) I bought another bottle today. So uh, uh, JB's on the 1901 and I'm on the older Harry Potter butterbeer. But yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is step prime. Back, step back a minute. Where'd you get butterbeer from? Butterbeer from the Harry Potter shop. Sorry, I didn't remember there being a local Harry Potter shop to to this. No, town. there ain't. I I, I was in Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The uh, the holiday trip. I was in Yorkshire. Um, there's a Harry Potter shop in Yorkshire. Then there's fucking there's about four of them in one street. Jesus. So it's like the, the, the street that they modeled Diagon Alley on if you're a Harry Potter fan. So yeah, there's lots of like little Harry Pottery shops there and uh got myself a bit of butterbeer, aren't I? You know what I mean? It's like butterscotch kind of uh, fizzy pop. It's fucking lovely. Oh, sounds good. It's good. Yeah. Um so yeah, Harry Harry Potter to, from Harry Potter to um to Jeff to, Hardy. Uh, to Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he, this is kind of when he's emerging. As a as a singles guy, well, yeah, um, him and him and Matt get split in a draft, I believe, and Matt turns into version one and yeah. all of that business. And yeah, at this point, I I remember reading it a few times, like way back. Like this was the time where, th- where people thought Jeff was sort of breaking down a little, mm-hmm. and Jeff was burning out. Yeah, and essentially he does, just not yet. I mean, think of the amount of punishment his body's already been through, and he's a young guy. You know, I've I've got 
all the DVDs, like the backyard to the big time and all mm-hmm. that. And, you know, how these guys lived, ate and breathed wrestling. You know what I mean? They, they, they wanted it so bad, and you know, to the point. It's a know, brand of wrestling. It's a brand of wrestling that does not help you prolong a career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Well, tell that to the fucking AEW guys that right now, dude, that are doing and some of the luchas, bruv, that are doing some mad shit that does not prolong your career at all. But we'll talk about AEW, I'm sure. Uh, I'm cool. Oh, we will. You know, we will. <laughs> um, I really, I you know, this match is excellent. Like, there's nothing, nothing I didn't enjoy about this. You know, Hardy uses the bike distraction to start flying at Taker, which is his only his only offense, really. Like his only way to get to Taker is to go fast and go f- and fly at him. You know, we get, get a bit of plunder earlier. I think we get a chair nice and nice and early. I love a bit of plunder. Yeah, gotta have a bit of plunder, baby. And then Taker Taker slows it down, but he slows it down to a point where not not to a point where it's boring. But to a point where Hardy's quicker, you know, fast-paced comebacks mean so much more, and it's like, fuck, man, this guy there's was a, good. There's a lesson there. There's an art it, to it, man. Yeah, slow a, down. Art form. Slow it down, and then when they do things quicker and these these split-second comebacks, did you did you see the fucking the? It is the babyface comeback, yeah. Like you know. Taker was beating the shit out of him, you know, chair shots to the back, fucking, you know, few choke slams or whatever, you know, and then that comeback, that quick bang, 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 bang. And then it was finished very quickly with Taker just yeah. going, hold on a minute, bam, one dig, he's on the floor. Yeah, and that was the, that was the, was that the one where he was like, uh, Hardy starts throwing punches. Yeah. And Taker is backed up. Yeah, and I just keeps wailing away, keeps wailing away. Crowd going nuts, like yeah. And then taking yeah, one shot, and he's he's back in control. But then he sells the face as well, and he's like, "Oh, you yeah. little shit," kind of thing. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, son of a bitch, little fucker. Yeah. Um, no, great stuff. It's proper wrestling. Yeah, like it's not fast paced. Bang, 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 bang. Like you know, everyone, even the crowd gets a chance to just come Digest. down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. take it in. Fuck man, like what? What the fuck are we watching nowadays? Exactly, we ain't watching this. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, again, I'm um, I mentioned the commentary team again here because they they're showing like Jr. in particular is concerned and he's he's bringing it out in his voice. He's concerned for Jeff Hardy. He doesn't want to see you know Jeff Hardy get hurt or whatever. And it's just a good performance from them too as well. Like, yeah, because when he's getting he's Hardy's getting slammed by Taker on the announce table yeah. getting thrown down, slammed down, and JR's just like, God, quit it. Quit it. You know, leave him alone, God damn it. You know what I mean? He, he, he's It's great. I mean, this is on YouTube. Anyone, call, You don't need the network to watch this. So we, we suggest that you do. We suggest that you watch this on YouTube. Um, You know, if you've got, you know, a phone and a computer, you can watch this as we're talking about it if you, if you really must. What, um, what I am... Um... What I would like to add to any younger viewers or people that just haven't seen it or didn't watch anything around that time, it's when you when we talk about JR in this position, think about how good you think Excalibur is. Think about how good you think Michael Cole is. You know, great commentators in their own right. But this this version of Jim Ross is special. Sharp. He's yeah. sharp. Yeah. He's on the ball. He's, you know, and, and him and King. You know, him and Jerry Lawler are fantastic together. Yeah. Really good. 
I really liked the uh, Jerry Lawler line, which yeah, again works in every fucking wrestling promotion. You know, get excited about all the corkscrews you want. Can't win the match that way. Mm-hmm. It is a dig now. Yeah. Like it wasn't a dig back then, but now, no. right now, it's a dig. Yeah. Again, all the corkscrews, all the balancing acts, all the tightrope walking you want to do. How are you winning? You're right. just getting, getting some dickheads in the crowd going, this is awesome. Try and win the fucking match. Yeah, that's right. That's, 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 that's the whole point. That's the, the point. Sh- that's yeah. the thing. They talk about storytelling, but they've forgot about storytelling. You know, they're just, oh, we're watching all amazing matches. We're watching. Did you see that? Oh, man, we'll talk about fucking AEW. We'll soon, get there. We'll get come there. Come on, man, don't, because you're getting me fucking started. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, Jeff Hardy goes low, which is a heel move, to be fair, but. As you a know, baby face against someone like Undertaker, it is accepted that that is an acceptable comeback, and they popped for it. Yeah, what do bigger bigger ladders equal? Bigger ladders. Yeah, <laughs> bigger, <laughs> bigger fun. Bigger fun, dude. <laughs> nice. Because um, Jeff pulls out a much bigger ladder than what is you know normal. The other, see, I keep going back to the commentary. I don't know why in my notes here, like. Jeff gets the bigger ladder, and this ladder is almost touching the title. Yeah, this ladder actually, like it's that big. Like, and Jerry Lawler calling Undertaker, you know, just keeps shouting, "Take her, yo, Undertaker, Undertaker!" Like, it just it brings more to the match. Like for people at home, yeah, because the fans in the arena are, for some reason, starting to believe Taker and Jeff Hardy more so. Taker has done enough to make this. This show and this 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 crowd believe that Jeff Hardy could be walking out of there with that undisputed title. Yeah, yeah. The commentary team, especially like King, here shouting for Undertaker. You know, get up, Undertaker, get up. Like he's worried that Jeff Hardy's going to win the championship. Yeah, but that's the point he's making. Like, and it's it's so good. But they they don't do that nowadays. The commentary now, a lot of the time, is just they're popping each other. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like in, in AEW, especially not in WWE. In WWE, you've still got that, you know, the 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 heel and the face kind of thing going on. You've still got the, you know, the one guy rooting for the baby face, one guy rooting for the heel, being a bit obnoxious. It, it's still got that 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 kind of energy, that kind of relationship. But in AEW, it's just they're just popping each other with stupidity and just kind of, you know, it's a bit mad. Yeah. It doesn't add to the matches, I don't feel. A lot of it doesn't, you're right. It's but we'll get to we'll get to them, don't worry. Yeah, that's fine, it's fine. We'll get to them. Uh, Undertaker goes for his last ride. He goes for it a couple of times. First time Jeff counters with a Hurricane Rider where Taker flies out of the ring. Yeah. Which again pops the crowd and you know, Jerry Lawler is losing his shit. Jeff goes up the ladder and then Taker comes back in with a chair, doesn't he? Yeah, man, Fucking levers him. him. Yeah. There's uh, there's no light shown on that. <laughs> nah, takers are laying them in, boy. Uh, Proper. Gets him up for an or tries to get him up for another uh, last ride. Jeff brings a chair up with him, and then he levers him with the with the big chair shot. Yeah, which I think in one of the YouTube videos they cut. Uh, they kind of yeah they judded it so you can't see the actual impact, but yeah. You know what's happened. Yeah, he gets him with a big chair shot, and then this—that's the—that's the moment. That's the—that mm-hmm. is your, oh god, this mm-hmm. guy, Jeff, 
fucking hard he could win this. Yeah. And he gets up that ladder. He, you know, snail's pace, obviously, best yeah. way to do it. It's yeah. the only way to do it in a ladder match. That's right. I think it's they're contractually obliged to climb slowly. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> do not run up that ladder. Yeah, that's right. He's touching the gold. He is so close and Undertaker choke slams him off it. He's off touching the, ladder, the gold. Really. He is. Like that's as that's as close as he gets until when did he win the title? I think two thousand eight. Got to be a good four or five years after that. Yeah, you know, and I think he's he does a turn in TNA in the in the middle. <laughs> I mean, TNA Jeff Hardy still was good at some that point. First one, I don't think that first run that Jeff had in TNA probably didn't work because yeah. he was doing stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Taker choke slam grabs the belt, wins it. I just yeah. Taker does get on his bike and ride away, but he's he's not happy that Jeff Hardy gets up. So he hits him with a last ride. Yeah. And then goes again. And um, some idiot gives Jeff Hardy a mic, a live microphone, so Jeff Hardy can squeal into the microphone that you haven't broken me. Yeah. <laughs> it did sound a bit funny. You haven't broken me, Taker! He's a Taker! <laughs> Taker is fucking great, yeah. but then you've got JR again selling it, going, Who gave it? Who gave him a mic? Take the mic off him, god damn it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's selling it, he's like, You know, don't provoke him, let him leave him be. And then Taker comes back again, and he, he but he shows that he, he go, I, I can't beat, I can't knock him out, I can't finish him. Like, he keeps getting up. So, he says Taker, you're a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, he says to him, He's like, You're one tough son of a bitch, and that's and that's a rub. Yeah. So, like, not a, and then not in a funny way. That's a rub from Taker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically a little nod of respect, giving you and the props in the ring. What a great, like, I really enjoyed that match. Great to but, watch it. I've not seen it for, you know, decades, man. De decades. <laughs> you know, it's 2002, wasn't it? Yeah. And what, what can you say? It was, it, was a good, it was a really good match and it was well worth watching. So, that sort of kicked my brain into gear that next week we should review a Money in the Bank ladder match because we are so close. There's a maybe good... maybe, maybe even number one. I'm not sure yet. Where, where, where was the one that was on? There was one on a WrestleMania that was really good. There's a, been a few. I mean, the first one was at WrestleMania. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh... I mean, that's some Shelton Benjamin years, and they yeah, were... that's what I'm talking. Oh. They're the ones, bruv. They're, and it had Jericho. Yeah. You know, CM Punk was involved in 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 a, in some of those. CM Punk won two, I think. Yeah, he, yeah. He, so you know, you had Jericho, you had Punk, you had Shelton Benjamins, you had the. Uh, it was fucking some of them early ones, man. Were were yeah. good, bro. Before Money in the Bank was like an event, it was just a match. Before you know? it's the, uh, before it's you know before it becomes the event that it's gonna be. Yes. In just a few short weeks. And these two jabronis, three jabronis, including Cactus Three J-bros, yeah. You know what I mean? Bros. They're going to be there. Um, just, you know, merched up. Come come and scan our QR code. Oh, mate. You will not be baby. disappointed. One more time. <laughs> we are heading back to reality now. We are back in regular Sadly. times. Yeah. The weather is warm. You know, hay fever is kicking in. What would you like to talk about? Mate, you saw my tweet this morning, yeah? Today's Thursday, right? I will put it along the bottom. As you, you know, for those that are watching on YouTube, of course, the the uh, the news ticker is something that I have been enjoying mucking about with. So it's yeah, going to stay. It's gonna stay. So I'll shit. make sure I quote Chris's tweet there. 
<laughs> it's um I woke up this morning and as you do, bit of fucking social media, I scroll through, and I see the first match for collision. Actually, the first thing I saw was our boy Tony Khan announcing the first match. His gimmick. It, that is got to it, it's the got to be a piss take. It, he it has to be now, bro. From I, I swear I tagged you in a thing where he was he was saying that he didn't want to take up on screen time. He didn't want to be an on screen persona. And then lo it. and behold, you know he's on every fucking week now. So I saw the footage of him announcing it. I thought, now nah, come on. Went on Facebook, saw the picture. I just thought. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? Is this real? Is it something? Because you don't know nowadays, bro. You know, you don't know if someone's just like made that. You know what I mean? You don't know if someone's mm. just because they make them things all the time online, like the yeah, dream people, matches. People can make them look good as well. And you know, oh no, actually, so it must have been that that I saw first, and then I saw Tony's announcement. And I thought, fuck, it is real. Don't get it. Don't get me wrong. We all know. Okay the history between CM Punk and Samoa Joe. We know, we know this. Okay. Yeah. You know, we, we've, I mean, you were there, watch one in in person in the Coventry skyline. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got the DVD fucking, you know, it is an international showdown. So, you know, we, we, we've watched CM Punk and Samoa, and that is what the marks are going to cling to. They're going to go even, even though what we said in the tweet, there's no build up, there's no promos, there's no nothing. You know what they're going to do? I'm, I'm telling you this now. Mark my words. That Tony Khan is going to literally treat everyone like a fucking idiot and they're going to completely ignore anything that happened previously. They're just going to not acknowledge it. They're going to not acknowledge the elite punk thing. They're going to completely... They've not even mentioned when um the the titles were vacated they didn't even mention really why or what had happened then they just said mm-hmm. these titles are vacated now and this is this is what's happening they're gonna mark my words tony khan is gonna now completely just ignore any anything they're not even gonna mention it which to me is a complete waste of an opportunity it is we've said about this week in week out bro haven't we yeah that it's this opportunity is golden this is money it's money that at the same time, it could be now at just point of please for the love of God, we need to draw a line under this. Like and whether it came from any one particular party or not is irrelevant. But if one party does not want to take part or puts a kibosh on it, then and doesn't have their heart in it, they're not gonna go out and give their best and not gonna put out the what the vision or whatever vision Tony Khan might have thought of it, or anyone, or even what we've said. If if so, if one person decides they don't want to do it or don't want to do it well, it could all look like shit. You I need mean, but, you need one hundred percent committal on in a story like that. You really do. But I mean, it, it's Tony Khan's job, of course, it is as an owner to sit them all down and convince them and to say to them, "This is what we're doing, and you need to do it well because this is money. This means more money in all of our pockets. This means more eyes on the product." People are speculating anyway. People online have been speculating since the fucking fallout, since the since the 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 um brawl out, yeah, yeah, the brawl out fallout. You know what I mean? So 
people are speculating and people will speculate. And all this is going to do is just keep the speculations going. It's not going to, it's not going to um, translate into more eyes on the product. It's just going to translate into more online bitching, just like what I'm doing right now and what we're doing right now, bitching about Tony Khan saying, why are you such a fucking ball bag? Why, why are you not taking control of your company and saying, boys, this is fucking money, mate. Like he's managed to convince them to come back, but he's had to create another show and split the roster. To me, it's ridiculous. It is to me, it is fucking ridiculous, mate. When you've got someone like CM Punk coming back, he didn't even need to wrestle. He didn't even need to wrestle in the in this first thing. He, to me, he didn't need to get in the ring. All he needed to do was come back and have a mic and say, "Well, well, well, look who's back." You know what I mean? Yeah, what did I tell you? Yeah. What, you? Do you get what I'm saying, bro? All he's got to do, that's all they had to do. He didn't even need to get in the ring. Why are they, why, how are you going to have your number one draw? And let's be honest, but he's the number one draw. Diluted me, down in a trios match. Let me just shift away, not even away from it, because we're sticking to the same point, but it's clever. And I'll tell you why. CM Punk working a match on Collision on a show that's going to likely do, or for a first show, it's going to do great numbers. CM Punk can hold on to that and go, well, I main evented that show, did great numbers, because of me, very much, and I hate to say it, it's a Hogan move, it's a pro move. Hogan would do these things in WCW. He would disappear when the playoffs were on, and the NBA playoffs or whatever. He'd come back the, the week after the playoffs had finished and say, well, that rating's because of me, pal. Mm. It's clever, but you know, some some of us see through it. <laughs> we yeah, because we've seen it all before. It's that Sunshine Anderson tune. Heard it all before. You know, we've we we know this shit, bruv. I'm giving you a bit of karaoke every week. Yeah, man. <laughs> um so we've heard it all before. We've we've you know the, the, the tactics of, of but but again, like you say though, it is smart. It's tactics of someone who's been in the oh, business I applaud knows it. how to play the game. I applaud that move because you just it's a it's a pro move. It's an old hat, sort of old hand, sort of move. Like it's yeah, and he's playing chess. He's not playing what the rest of them are playing, not doing what the rest of them are doing, being out on TV every week and getting low numbers on dynamite. He's coming back to collision where he's going to get a great number, and he's going to say that was me, and he's going to be worth more money in in the end in the long run for it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I mean, if he's on collision, you know, every week going forward, and imagine. They do better numbers on that show every week than they do on Dynamite. Of the first week, will? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, imagine I'm, I'm, I'm sticking my neck out on that. I think the first week of Collision will do better than Dynamite. Do you reckon it'll do a mil? Yes, I'm, I'm, I think so too. I would be surprised if it didn't, and I'd be very surprised if it didn't. Like if it was worse than Dynamite, so like your six hundred thousand range. Yeah. But, yeah, it's um. People will want know, to see this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll, I mean, we'll watch it. Obviously, we're going to watch it. Yeah, we've never but, said we wouldn't. We we watch wrestling. That's it. Let's let's hope, okay, that in some fucked up, long way round the beat around the bush way, that this will lead to possibly at Wembley, the elite and CM Punk clashing in some way. Because I still do believe that 
if that doesn't happen even at some point, all right, fine. If you if people are going to argue, right, they didn't want to blow their wad and do it straight away or even start talking about it or whatever, even in if, if in some long roundabout way that they're saying, right, no, this is the build-up and they're going to build up to it, fine, at some point. But they have to do it at some point, I still think, because it's a wasted opportunity. It writes itself. And people are going to, and, until they play it out on screen, it, people are still going to speculate about this kind of shit of, of what's gone on and why things are happening. But it won't translate to money. Speaking of things that aren't translating to money, uh, AEW struggling to sell tickets in Canada. Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be good. Um, that should be. I understand that they, they use Chicago and places like that. It was a money pit for them. It was a very much a money pit. Keep going there. Keep. Do you think they missed the trick by not going to Canada sooner? I think it's probably the Canadians are so pissed off about how they're using Owen Hart in the fucking video game that hopefully they're just boycotting the shit and just saying, no, fuck this, bro. How are you going to have some fucked up N64 looking Owen Hart answering a phone call to Tony, Tony Khan in the game? Yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with it, bro. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Yeah. How is this happening? Moving, you know, they're not shifting because I think Forbidden Door is going to be in Canada. Is that right? It's in Canada, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they've. I don't think they've announced Brian and Okada yet, but I think that's it's all over the internet. Yeah, it's all over the internet. I don't know, man. Like Brian and Okada, like I, I'm looking forward to a match like that because I think Danielson and Okada could smash. But like, I, I'm not sure this Forbidden Door door stuff even works yeah but it, you, you you're forgetting mate you're you're not you're not the demographic that's for oh, i'm not absolutely that's and and that's that's the that's the thing yeah. for for a very small section of the wrestling community these people are fucking biffing off to it bro they're fucking that's... that's the thing they see osprey and um kenny omega and they're fucking how many times are these are they gonna have a match though uh, yeah, they're gonna have another match, and it will likely get the amount of stars that it will get. I put on the ticker uh, for those that watch. I mentioned last week that the uh, not stadium stampede. What's the other? Uh, Anarchy in the in the arena yeah. match got five of your Meltzer stars, and that is fucking laughable. I don't think I don't think Kurt Angle ever got five stars from. Meltzer, I don't do believe he did. No, that uh, matches like that are. Apparently better than your Hogan Rocks and Angle Michaels stuff. Mm -hmm. um, oh man, like you just you can't know, take you can't take it seriously. No, I don't you, know. you can't. But like I say, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that people do, and I'm amazed that people quote the star ratings. You know, in an attempt to argue or disagree or whatever. Like, make your own minds up. Don't let some idiot. Tell you what you want you how tell you how to feel about a match. If you like it, enjoy it. Don't don't give his ratings any fucking credence. Don't it, give his ratings ratings. No, it is bullshit. And you know, and I yeah, I called him an idiot. He's an idiot, bro. <laughs> it's bullshit, Janine. It's what <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's store manager for the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so it, it's, sorry. It's, my rant on the rating system. No, no, get I, I get system. it, bro. 
It, no, because it is nonsense. Um, but yeah, we've we've got you know we've got that coming up, Forbidden Door. Um, we've got this collision coming up. We have uh, got money in the bank coming up that we're going to be out. Oh, there's also um a uh, John Moxley seminar for sixty bucks in Dayton, Ohio, and our boy at LockBetting.com, Billy Barty, <laughs> just said, "No, nah, I know how to cut myself already." <laughs> Shout out, Billy Barty. Yeah. All day long. What the hell, man? Like sixty bucks for a seminar? Is that a going rate for a top I mean, star? Yeah, I mean, may, maybe. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, pr- probably. Yeah, um, I don't know. That it's a genuine question from us. Like, is that the going rate for a top star now? I, I, I personally would say it is, but I mean, and John Moxley is, you know, not the. I mean, look, look at bruv. Look at the rest of the shield right now. I mean, look, just look at it, and and then look at what Mox is doing. Moxley needs protection from himself at times. I feel like I'm pretty sure a lot of the ideas and the character developments are his own ideas, and someone needs to, you Rain know, him in. not expect the unexpected, but yeah. yeah, bring it in, and and he needs someone. And I, you know, this might get a lot of shit, but. Someone like Triple H, like Michael Hayes, someone like that to say, Paul Heyman, say, Regal. Actually, we don't need that. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll look at that another time. It's a good idea, but look at it for another time. Let's go slowly. Let's not. And it is, it feels like he needs protecting from his own brain. Yeah. But again, whatever they do, whatever, whatever they do is fucking goes over with the, the small demographic of of people that uh, go mad over anything they do. The, it's the not... GCW types. Yeah, you know, those. it's not... Yeah, it, it doesn't... Um, speaking, doesn't make... of pro- speaking of protection, isn't it yes. time you protect yourself from the wrong-uns and the ne'er-dwells and the underbelly of society trying to steal your data, trying to steal your shit, your identity anything like that i think it's time you got protected and looked after yourselves and it just so happens in a coincidence that we your friends have the deal for you we do have the deal for you if you go down into the link in the description uh, our friends at surfshark are offering you 83 percent off and three months free so click that link, use the promo code GRAPPLE, and you will get that fantastic deal. You will indeed. And we are your friends. We are we your are. friends, of course. And, you know, we're helping you. We're helping you out. You've got your virus protection. You've got your VPN. You know, you can go wherever you are, whether you're in Costa, you could be in some cafe, um, you could be anywhere, and you, you're using the public Wi-Fi. You've got your protection on your devices. Um, you know, as we said before, you can watch... OG, if you're in America, you can watch the OG network. You can pretend you're in Bogner Regis and watch the UK network. You can pretend you're in Bogner. You could keep stay protected at places like the O2 Arena. You could stay protected at Wembley Stadium. All these sweet places that you would like to or are going to go and visit, stay protected with a Surfshark VPN. And we'd also like to thank Surfshark for sponsoring us and this video and That's show. Right. Despite the ads that the questionable ads that we put out, <laughs> mate, we do a grand job. Domas loves us, bro. What are you talking about? Shout out, Domas. Yeah, we uh, we try <laughs> our best, man. 
we get there in the end. Yeah. Let's talk about Seth Rollins for a minute. Let's talk about Seth, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about Seth. That's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. He's, yeah. I think he's going to be the so opposite to Roman's championship reign. He's going to be the fighting champion. He's going to be like Ric Flair, the traveling fighting champion that Roman isn't. Oh, yeah, Seth. Yeah, he will. He, you know, it's going to be it's, good. It, but it's got the belt has got that big gold feel to it. You know, it's got the look, it's got the, you know, and and Seth is, he's on top of his game, bro. I mean, fuck me. Imagine we see a Seth versus Roman at some point. I don't think they're going to put those titles together. No. I mean, they have done Survivor Series. They've done like a, they've done it a couple of times, like champions from each show face each other. Yeah. I mean, that would be a a good spectacle, I would say, but they, you know. Seth has really earned that. And um, when we saw him at Clash at the Castle, you know, my man come out, he, he was looking like a phoenix from the flames. You know, he was he was dressed in fire. Man's got the drip. Man's got the drip every single time, dude. And he, he he's he's created this this atmosphere around him where he he's he's a, a fucking top draw, dude, you know, and Everything about him, you know, when even in Saudi Arabia, you could hear the crowd giving it the oh, oh, oh. you know, they're fucking loving it, dude. A- anyone loves to get involved in that, you know, and it's it's great. It, 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 I, I love him. He, he's really coming to his own. He really has come into his own. It's great to see him with a strap. Great to see him, you know, hear him on the mic. Just a great. He's a fucking drawer, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, let's let's move into that qualifier. Yeah. For the money in the bank match. L A night. That's right. Yeah. How, ha- how happy were you? Oh bruv, gas. <laughs> British gas. I was for you know, I was gassing. It, it's the the guys are draw as well. You know, it's I saw something online and it's like when you're getting the crowd to boo matey boy how much yeah yeah you know how much of a fucking star are you how much are you over when when you when you're able to get the crowd to do that and i think that's going to be a problem in london you know at the end of june because he will be so far over that they will chant his name from minute one until he eventually comes out and then they're probably going to hate it because he doesn't win I mean, come on, man. Why are you fucking ruining it for me already, man? At least let me dream, God damn it. Logic. Fuck you, JB. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I'm you. applying I'm applying logic to this. I don't think they're gonna go with LA Knight. I think they're gonna go with someone else. I mean we don't know the full participants yet. No, not we'll yet. We'll have a better grasp of it when we do. In a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be unwise to make a prediction. But he's through. He is. He is. Yeah, he's through. My man. <laughs> I mean, it would. It would be. It wouldn't be smart for us to try and make predictions now, despite how right we can be. I mean, despite the fact that we are <laughs> generally right some of the time. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. But LA Knight, fuck it again. Massively over. Great talent. Got the look. Got the talk. He can do the stuff in the ring. 
Amazing. Yeah. And it looks like we are pushing towards a Roman and Solo versus Jimmy and Jay match. I'm worried that they're not going to put it on Money in the Bank. They're going to push it to SummerSlam. I mean, they they could they could push it to SummerSlam, but I do think that they now know after Clash how hot the crowd is in the UK. And well, yeah, they, they, that's we, why we they're going to give saw... us Roman in tag. I think. Yeah, because we we never we never saw Jay or Jimmy. No. Um. In, in, in at Clash, we did see Solo and we did see. Roman, but it was yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. It's it's difficult to say. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they pushed it back a little bit, but to SummerSlam. But yeah, I mean, fucking hell, that'd be great, wouldn't it? It would. It really would. Do we do we know do we know any other? We don't know really what's going on yet on the on the day, do we? We don't. You know. No, we haven't really match got, wise. No, we haven't got that far yet. I'm sure it will all, you know, take shape in the next week or two. Could we see but, some, Logan Paul? Is he is he injured still? I I doubt it. I think it's. I mean, you know, because KSI's English, they might you know go for the older local local lads. They can build anything in a week, can't they? But they can. I've, I'm not sure. You could, like I said, you could see anything. You know, Tyson Fury showed up at Clash of the Castle, so yeah. who knows what is happening and where at this moment. We're just going to wait and see. I'm quite excited because I've never been to a SmackDown either. Have you not? No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been to some SmackDown, so yeah. So... Yeah, I ain't, I ain't never been to a SmackDown, so I'm I'm quite excited for that. Um, and. I'll 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 we're be pop, honest. We're popping Chris's cherry here. You're you're popping my cherry, bro. You're smashing the life out of me, smashing my back doors in. So, I I, I said to my missus the other day, and I'm I'm quite upset that they don't sell them. They only sold them for like a, a limited time. But I was looking at the Sizzamy Daddy ass T-shirts, the pink ones. Okay. But they don't do the pink ones no more. It was like a limited time thing. I think it was like. October last year, they were selling them for like a month or something. But I'm I'm thinking because you know me, bro. I always buy a t-shirt when I go there. Um, and I'm probably gonna buy an LA night one at Clash if they've got them. Um, which I'm assuming just says yeah all over it. Gotta be quick. Those merch stands sell out fast. They do in the UK. They sell out quick, dude. Because it, at Clash, they were selling out. It was hand over fist, bro. You know. You couldn't get a program for love nor money. No, there like, was no programs. No, yeah. I mean I've got my. I'm looking right now. I've got my Clash at the Castle clear, uh, plastic like rubber bag thing. It's amazing, Cardiff, Wales, and I've got my T-shirt, my Roman uh, T-shirt. Um, but yeah, I mean it, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for AEW as well. To be fair, because I want to see what they're going to do with that as well. And obviously it's a big wrestling event in Wembley. We want, we like the pageantry. We like the, you know, hopefully the set's going to be nice. It's going to look good. Um, you know, and to, you know, again, as we saw in Wales, we might even, you know, hopefully see some wrestlers walking around the streets on the, uh, Friday night, Saturday during the day. I don't know. Yeah. What time's the Saturday show? Is it nighttime thing? Is it yeah, day- it's another evening thing because they got to squeeze in the Undertaker dead man show beforehand. So Correct. And we said that they were going to do that as well before they even announced it. We were right about that as well. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. 
Too easy, that was. It was, yeah. <laughs> but it was very popular in Cardiff, wasn't it? Very, so, yeah. It's very popular. It's very expensive, too. So yeah, it was. Good, happy travels and good luck to anyone that has you know, got a ticket. And you know, they make you lock your phone away and all sorts. And you know, with these uh, dead man talks, whatever they are. Yeah. So the floor is yours, my man. Bro, sad news. And it happened really quickly. Um, we We have lost... Because we have lost the Iron Sheik. It was it was a bit of a shock, man. I fucking was a bit gutted when I heard about that because I've watched Sheiky Baby on, you know, and recently they've just had that documentary about him yeah. as well, which was a very enlightening. It was um, a look into the man he's had. Dude, that's some traumatic shit happened to him in the, in his later years as well. You know, he was highly addicted to fucking substances mm. um you know his daughter was murdered you know there's a lot of stuff you know the guy even he, even his early years you know he was like he was legitimately the fucking the the bodyguard for the 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 shah of iran or whatever you know and he escaped iran basically because people were just getting fucking murdered willy-nilly by by the regime apparently you know and he just Thought, I don't want this. I'm I'm going to escape. When he only became a professional wrestler in his late thirties. Yeah, that's mental. You know, and the geezer was a fucking unit. You know, he was an absolute specimen of 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 a wrestler. When when you looked at him, you just thought, Jesus Christ, this guy. I remember the sheep when I was growing up, and he was just people hated him, bro. People in America hated him. It was that kind of white hot heat that was just yeah. unreal it was just you know wow and because... then pass and then pass that torch on to he who shall not be named he, he, you know <laughs> the fucking uh, he, it was he was he was more he was more than that though wasn't he he was yeah he's remembered but again he was an integral part in the the begin the rise of Hulk Hogan yeah, he, he really was. was. You can make a baby face. You know, people, baby faces are, can be 10 a penny. But the real good heels, a baby face needs a good heel. you got to have the bad guys. You can't, you can't build, I mean, I know, I mean, it's all about AEW. They don't really fuck it. Oh, we don't do the big guns and bad guys. It's a story. The whole thing and why people give a fuck is because you want to see the bad guy get his ass handed to him. It was, you know, the Sheik was just legitimately a tough guy. Um, the fact that he was paid money, offered money to shoot on Hogan as well. Yeah. Which he didn't. He didn't take and he didn't do. He chose not to. Like, By Vern Gagne, wasn't it? I, that's, that's what he says, yeah. He says Vern. he was the... Yeah. Oh, man. You know what I mean? I fucking <laughs> love the Sheik, dude. Honestly, he. I think because... Because of where he was from in the world, he's Persian, he's from Iran and that. My family's from Cyprus, you know what I mean? So I know I, I have that kind of affinity towards that kind of Middle Eastern peoples, man. I, I, I love it. And I just, I really, even though he was a hill, even when I was growing up, I loved the sheep. I thought it was great. I thought it was, you know, and I, I, I tagged you in a thing before we went online that when there was, it was uh, Mean Gene and the sheep with the yeah. turkey match. Yeah. And they were, they, they were doing like a, of doing like a promo and it was like the outtakes of it and he grabbed his fucking 
he opens the cage, yeah, and he grabs the turkey and goes, this, this no good turkey looks like the Hulk Hogan. Look at this turkey. <laughs> and he just whacks it back in there, slams it, get back in there. You know what I mean? It's just, he, without even meaning to do it, he was just, you were drawn to him because he yeah. was such a character. And we can look back with fond memories, but there were there were dark times with the Sheik where, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff online, which no doubt is going to be getting a lot of play now he's he's passed because I saw that Sean Oliver and the kayfabe uh, commentaries or whatever, they put up the you shoot, I think, with the Sheik yesterday or at midnight last night or something. So I haven't, I've seen clips of it many times, yeah. but I don't think I've ever sat and actually watched it. Um, you know, and there were there were times where he was heavily on al- drinking alcohol, you know, smoking crack, fucking smoking loads of weed, shoots with Honky Tonk and New Jack and the Sheik were insane, you yeah. know, where he's getting his ass out all the time, you know, and the times where he was on, he, he went on the, the Howard Stern show. And he was saying how he's got a massive dick and all that. An inch dick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking going there. He's going, he's like, yeah, my dick's fucking this big. And he's like, yeah, let me have a look then. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking, he's, you know, but it's still, it, it's funny. He was just a character, no matter what he was doing. But, you know, people that know him properly, you know, just, they they loved him. You know what I mean? And yeah. he, he, he was, I'm sure he was a fucking nightmare at times. But you know his family loved him, and you know he, he you know he's a human being, um, apart you know separated from the character that we all see. And it, yeah, this one got me a bit hard, bruv, the sheik, yeah. because we feel I think that people like the sheik that have been around for so long and just been, you know, you know what used to be my one of my guilty pleasures, bruv, just going on Twitter and just looking and seeing the sheik posting. Fuck that! It was just random people. It was literally caps, just like, yeah. Fuck the Zac Efron, you know? <laughs> it's like just random shit. I'll fuck him in his ass, make him humble. You know, it was just it, that that persona of the Sheik, you know. And there there were people around him that helped him. That's all in the documentary as well. That helped him get like a second wind, and you know, get yeah. back out there and get because it, I don't think he really knew how beloved he was by by wrestling fans. Because his career really wasn't that long. If you think about the no. time he he was in you know in the mainstream arena of wrestling. You know what I mean? This this one got me a bit hard with the Sheik. So um sorry to go on to so much about it, but he he was he was one of the most memorable characters that I remember. And even when he wasn't wrestling there's been a lot of ups and downs with him and he, he, I've I've watched him and followed him for years as well you know through the through the crack years and through you know him coming through that and 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 doing better and doing all the conventions and everything so he will be missed man he's a character that will be missed I'll miss his twitter um you know I'll miss his twitter rants and that so you know yeah rest in peace to the iron sheik man I thought I'd you know it's not something I thought I would we'd be saying because these people seem immortal, you know, but the Iron Sheik as well, if I'm not wrong, was inducted into the Hall of Fame 
Is he in the Hall of Fame? He is, yeah. 2004 year, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Which for me was the best year because Bobby the Brain Heenan went in. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think you had Sergeant Slaughter, you had Superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Going that year, you had the Iron Sheik. It was a fucking great year. The 2004 um, WWE Hall of Fame. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, it's the Sheik, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. Everybody loves the Iron Sheik. So, again, sorry. But, yeah, thoughts going out to his family, his friends and all that at this time because it's a sad day. Let's let's wrap this up. Let's let people go and get a snack and do what they got to do. So, whilst I talk about YouTube, you're going to put up the pod news. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Come on. As you know, if you're watching this, then you're already well aware. Hit the subscribe button. Do what you got to do. It's free. You know, you're just supporting us by hitting that button. You're not doing anything illegal or nefarious or weird. It's just showing some love. And we thank those of you that are already doing that. We are, you know, always grateful. If you, however, prefer the voices over the faces, which baffles me because look at us. Where can they find us, Chris? Mate, as you beautifully said, we are now, you, if you're looking at us, you're watching us, we are on YouTube, Chat Grapple and Cheek Pops podcast. We are on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Chat Grapple Pops. You can catch us on there for the bants and rants. Um, but basically, if you prefer to listen, we are on the following podcast apps we are on amazon music antenna pod anytime player apple podcast bullhorn castomatic castbox castro curiocaster fountain good pods google podcast g podder iheart radio apple itunes listen notes luminary memento moon fm overcast player fm Pocket Cast, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Podcast Index, Podcast Guru, Podcast Republic, Pod Chaser, Pod Friend, Pod Hero, Pod Knife, Pod Station, Podverse, Pod Vine, Radio Public, Sonnet, Spotify, Stenio FM, Stitcher, and you can get us on your RSS feed. It feels like they put more in. I swear they have, bro. Well, maybe I just didn't take a breath that time. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, you, you, know you got to I mean? take one now. <laughs> Oh man, that was a and you know for those that listen on Apple Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. You know we we did smash into the British charts and we've been there for a few weeks now. We we quite enjoy that. You know it's a Dude, it's always a nice thing to see. We've got we've got sports key sports key to one side, and who have we got on the other side? It was Ryback. Ryback, clowns <laughs> to the left of me, jokers to the right. <laughs> Here we are in the middle with them. So it's, it, it's yeah, great so stuff, good. man. We're in good company. Yeah, we, <laughs> you know, that's the sort of thing. It just it makes it all worthwhile. You know, we're seeing seeing that shit go ahead. We are. Yeah. We can't thank you guys enough. So, for now, as you can hear, the band is playing us off as usual. I'm JB. Thank you so much for jumping in the DeLorean for a minute and hopping back. The man sitting next to me, of course, the greatest Chris in all of wrestling podcasts, not getting parred by geezers on Twitter. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Mr. Chris Dredd, the Raz Prince of wrestling podcasts. If you haven't seen Photoshop, just check it out. Use your VPN. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Take care. We will see you soon.